It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 234. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, new optional items and adventure jumpstart sale. Final Fantasy XIV Arrangement Album Series now available on streaming services. The latest episode of Duty Commenced. Big changes to the TOS. All things Live Lavender 67. Delays, PvP, and housing updates, oh my. Schedule updates following the postponement of Endwalker's release, Endwalker special site updates, some reminders, developer's blog, and we'll read your tweet and fan mail. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Hey, Kariri. Hello, hello. Hey, hey. What's happening? Life. But not as fast <laughs> as we'd like it, apparently. <laughs> Gotta speed things up a bit uh, by two weeks. Up. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have plenty to talk about uh, on tonight's episode. Um, stuff I've been doing this week. Um, I've been playing pretty pretty often, pretty much daily since uh, since uh, really I wanted to get my ass in gear getting ready for Endwalker. Um, I've been playing Ninja consistently, um, and uh, I leveled that guy up to 72. So that's pretty pretty rad. Uh, I'm, ha- nice. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, there's some still fucky things with it that I have serious issues or I just don't. It's not that I, I don't understand it. I'm just not really good at it. Um, I think there's like the Tenchi Jin. There's a, there's an ability that you have to like hit your buttons in a row and it does all three of the mudras back to back. But I always fuck it up by moving. <laughs> You're yeah, not supposed to yeah. move or anything, and it's like, it's terrible. I wish they'd let you move. <laughs> um, There's stuff like that that I'm just like, I'm not really good at it. And so I'm sure I'm not exactly pulling my weight, but for the most part, I'm doing all right. But now I'm getting into like some 70 content, some other stuff. I'm not number two on the uh, on the hate list anymore. So sad day. I'm going to have to step up my game. Um <laughs> But it's it's been fun. I've been having a lot of fun doing that, and um, I'm partially also doing that um, and getting. Um, I'm on like the third from last relic step for the um, resistance weapons. Um, I'm on the one, maybe it's fourth from from the end. I'm on the one where you got to collect eighteen crystals, um, mm-hmm. and you do you can do the the um, fates in certain zones like Alamegan zones, or you can do the fates in um, in the east. Um, and then you can also either do the 60 Alliance Roulette or the 70 Alliance Roulette. And, uh, because I was leveling this through the 60s, I was getting the 60 Alliance Roulette a lot, and I got all 18 of those pretty quick doing Void Arc. But the, uh, the 70 ones, I'm, I'm having a harder time doing. I don't, like, purposefully roll for Robin Oster, which I, I guess is the one to go to. But I, I also, um, I've been doing some fates on the side now that I'm, Doing some like um, some in uh, some level sixty stuff, and uh, it's just slow going. So I switched to dancer for that, and I got my dancer up to sixty five, doing um, doing fates out there, and then you know switching to the occasional alliance roulette or whatever, and that's been fun. I've been starting to get some um, some weird party finders, some stuff that was cool, some stuff I'm like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> I had two stories. One that uh, I got with a group. I was on Ninja, I believe, for this one. No, no, no. I was on Dancer, for sure. Um, I got in a group, and I did the uh, the raid roulette, and I got uh, Alexander 
the one where you're like you have all the gobs come out and you have to get into the little beetle mount and uh hook the oh, bombs yeah. and drag them away yeah so i was ranged and i guess you know like I'm, i guess that's the job for ranged i don't remember I really actually don't even remember how we did it, how it's supposed to be done, if it matters anymore. I think you can so, cheese it now anyway. I don't know. Probably so. But I got uh, – we got in there and the first thing is, oh, God, this uh, this dancer. And I'm like, what? Because I'm the only dancer. It's like, like I'm immediately being called out as soon as I got into this group. And I like made like an O face or something in the chat. And um, then like one of them said – Something about like uh, dancer, I feel sorry for you, or I feel bad for you, and then uh, they started the fight, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" So I was like, "Is this the one with the gob machines?" So I jumped in one of them. Um, I hooked the bombs, I pulled them away, and then we beat the fight or whatever. And so I was like, "Hey, that was my first time doing that. I hope that was cool." And they were like. Oh, no, you're good, bro. And I was like, so what are y'all, an FC or something? Like, what's the deal? I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're like – they were like, we're the hermanos. We're like seven dudes that are just buddies, I guess. And so they were I, – I had the feeling they were IRL friends because they gave me like mixed responses. Like one said friends, one said hermanos, one, you know. So I kind of got that yeah. vibe like they like knew each other. I think one of them did say IRL friends. And okay. they were just like memeing in this dungeon or whatever in this raid, and I guess there were seven of them, and I just I fell in. So I was like, "Oh, good shit" or whatever. And they gave me like all the commendations. They were super cool, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I had this apprehension going into it. I don't know. Maybe it's from reading all the well, TOS <laughs> stuff recently. I don't know what it was, <laughs> well, but I was I, like, "They called me out," is what I felt like. And then it was like, yeah. "Oh no, they were cool." So. I've had that too, where I've got into a group and like they're apparently all just teasing, but then I've fallen into it, and it's not till after everything's over I'm already mad, and I'm like, and then they're like, oh no, we just always, you know, you know, rescue people into doom and stuff on purpose. That's it, it didn't slow the run down oh or anything, but but you know, and they're talking some shit or whatever, and I'm like, what did I do? Why do you all hate me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had another similar one to that, and this was in um, a Bismarck, uh, a hard I ran like a trial roulette, and we got into it, and I was on Dancer again, and immediately some guy jumped off, a DPS fell off, um, there was like three new people, I think before the end, three people had fallen off, maybe even four, and so we were, we had uh, finally figured out how to kill ads and all that good stuff, and we got the dragon killers readied and all that and we got on the back and some guy i don't know if it's somebody who was dead or somebody who was still up was like limit break and part of this is i think old school way where i'm like okay the melee needs to limit break that's how we've always done it right melee will limit break mm-hmm. so i'm waiting and there's a ninja with me and i'm like ninja limit break and he doesn't limit break well then we jump off the shell and we have to do another round of ads again and this guy is like rubicon napping and i'm like what you're fucking calling me out for napping and i was like i was like no way i was i was letting ninja do it and he's like napping (laughs) so i typed zzz and there's a guy and he was a new i think he was a new guy but he was trying to do like the mentor thing maybe he had run it once before or something he's like guys stop fighting just break the care it's like 
I didn't know we were fighting or whatever. But uh, <laughs> I got on it. Then I limit broke it. And then I typed ZZZ in the chat or something. And then like <laughs> – or I hit slash doze. And that was it. But it was kind of a meme. But at the same time, I was like, this motherfucker is calling me out. And I guess people just don't care who limit breaks anymore. Like I got to throw some of those old school things out of the window that – we used to care about now that I'm running some old content again, it's like, nobody does these things. We are running, uh, just running over this content. Don't, there's no formality anymore. Nothing matters anymore. There's no formality. Half these people don't even know what's going on. When I was leveling my last two tanks, whenever we'd finish the last boss and there was still a limit break, I would just use it after. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck it. Here, have a tank limit break. It's whatever. But, you I know, know the that, guy was <laughs> – go ahead. Well, sometimes I do think I, it's been calculated a lot of times it's actually a DPS loss anyway, depending on what you're doing. It's oh, yeah, yeah. actually do them on that. packs of mobs on the way to something. Well, we definitely needed to – because the other two DPS were not holding their – like even after I limit broke it. And this is – we got back on the Caribbean, so it's like – this is probably like the last round, right? Mm. And I, even after I limit broke it, we still had to DPS it a little bit, and it was about to shake us <laughs> off again or collapse the whole raid or whatever it was. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. But um, yeah, I got got to give people the benefit of the doubt. People are just memeing hard, whatever. I got to throw some of that old old school mentality out the window. So, party finder fun. That's just that's just the way it is out there. And as I run old content, um, I'm sure I will run into uh, more people, more uh, interesting stories. Um, other stuff, this is just Endwalker stuff. Now that I know I've got two weeks extra, I'm just doing extra shit. I changed my HUD all around. My Cinna, my wife, has, uh, was working on her HUD, and I caught the bug, so I changed all it. Back up your HUD. Back up your hotbars. Back up your stuff. It's that time. Also, back up your photos. Clean out your photo folder. There's your warning from Uncle Rubicon. Um, I did some glamour stuff. And of course, I watched the live letter and cried along with you when we heard about the delay. Um, and of course, I'm also on the official forums, and I got to read all of that. So, can't wait to talk about all of that. But I will pass the mic over to Yelta. What have you been up to? I didn't play 14 a ton. I am still slowly running a few things for the uh, irregular tomes. Slowly, I didn't. I didn't do the get all the, every get a hundred an hour one. I'd just been. Uh, so I've been doing some some of the dungeons and some of the MSQs, and I got uh, Alamigo twice in a row. Once was uh, in progress, fourteen minutes in progress. I don't know what happened to the healer, but uh, I think the tank was new. Uh, they only pulled one pack at a time, and I didn't even care. Right, I'm just chilling. No one seemed to mind. He just pulled one pack at a time. I healed him and DPS, and we and we finished. I queue up again, get an instant Alamigo. This tank was zooming. He pulled wall to wall. And my, my like relaxed body was now re- not ready for this, but he didn't die. He actually was the kind of tank who could do it and back it up by using, he was using cooldowns and, and he had, you know, the right gear and everything. So it actually was also very smooth. Nice. Um, but I was just like, whoa, Good. my ass wasn't ready for that. I was like gonna toddle over and get a chest, and he's gone. And I'm like, I better go heal him. <laughs> but uh, no, I just a, a few things at a time. I think I've done a little, a little PvP. I've done, you know, some MSQ, some just some dungeons, just just a little bit. Check on the house. I'm leaving the uh, All Saints Wake stuff up because it's not All Saints Wake. 
yet, mm-hmm. and it won't be for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe Kariri and I will feel like decorating some more. We'll see what happens. Ooh, decorating. <laughs> How about you, Kariri? What have you been up to? I got to be perfectly real here. Haven't been playing a lot. My favorite game of all time is Animal Crossing, and it just had the biggest update ever. Ah. So I've been doing a lot of that. But that aside, I did work on the main storyline quest some more. Um, I had, speaking of dungeon runs, the worst dungeon experience I've had since I've been back. And it was just me. It was just my fault. I was in, I don't even know how to pronounce this, Anamnesis. And it or yeah, yeah, but you, it wasn't you, it was your trusts because they're dumb oh my Christ. in there. I went in with my trusts. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't them, it was absolutely <laughs> me. It, no, it was totally okay. It was a combination, I will give you that. But I, there's this boss, like the second to the last boss is what, Kyclops, and he's got two abilities he does, right? He's got a swing and a swipe, one's a circle AoE, one's a cone attack. But it's not like on other bosses where, okay, there's the circle AOE, let's get out of it, or there's the cone attack, let's run out of it. You have to catch it while it's charging and get out of where it's going to be because you will not have time once it's on the ground. Well, I had never run into this before and since I've been back. And if it was in the game that this shit happened before, I do not fucking remember it. The Cyclops it was, in one of the dungeons used to do it. Darkhold? They they have okay. since added his the AOE markers back it back in. So I was so goddamn mad <laughs> because well, first of all, the first couple runs, um, the first couple runs, it didn't occur to me that they had different names. So I'm like, oh, how the fuck am I supposed to know which one is which? So I died literally twice just to that. And then by the third run, I was so goddamn mad that I kept dying to the same thing. And then I couldn't figure out, I'm like, well, why the fuck can't the the healer keep up with me? The healer can't keep up with me because I'm getting, um, what do you call that? Where they put stacks of shit on you oh, so you take yeah, more you damage. Oh, yeah, like deep yeah. bone stacks. Yeah, I was just fucked. So it took me, like... I was so mad. I was shaking. I don't know why I let myself get so mad at this. But by, it took me eight runs. It took me eight runs to beat that goddamn boss. Wow. Yeah. It was painful and awful, and I should have just stopped and taken a break. But no, as soon as I figured out swing versus swipe and that I had to get out of it before it landed on the ground. And that's the thing is it's not just those two abilities, though, either. There's also one, two, three, four. There's seven other like abilities that he does. So it's, it's those seven on top of these two that keep kicking my ass and I just couldn't keep up. But as soon as I figured it out and timed it properly, it was perfectly reasonable. But so that was an absolute shit show. And I do not look forward to doing that again, but I also don't think, I also don't think if I wasn't running with a trust, I think if I was running with people, it would have gone much smoother. And if, um, yeah, now that I've done it and seen it and know what to look out for, I'll probably do it better. But um, I am up to, let's see, after that, um, I am up to the next dungeon. That's the next thing I have to do is it's called the Hero's Gauntlet. 
And then I've got, it looks like a um, uh, primal fight right after that. So I've got a couple things coming up. And I have exactly, I counted because I was freaking out about how much time was left before Endwalker. And, well, that, you know, deadline got a little looser. Mm-hmm. But um, I have exactly, precisely 25 quests left to finish all the content. Nice. Yeah, all the main story content, but yeah, so that shouldn't be a big deal. Um, the only other thing I've been doing is I went, I went through the um, Stormblood so fast. I was just trying to just crush the the main storyline stuff as fast as humanly possible that I wasn't doing the unlocking flying quests. So I went back to the those zones when I was just waiting around and. Um, I unlocked flying in all, I think I only have one zone left that I have to get flying unlocked nice. in. And then I just, after I get flying, obviously I, it's just easy while you're there and have the time to go fly around and uncover the maps and get the achievements for those. So did a little achievement hunting, did a little flying and unlocking quests. I'm still doing every, you know, blue plus sign quest I, I run into. I did a uh, three wandering minstrel um, one's in the level 80 zone and yeah, so I've been unlocking, um, extreme primals and things. So I haven't run any of the content yet, but I, I'm getting it unlocked. So sometime when we get bored, sometime when we're way ahead of the game on Endwalker or, you know, all caught up on Endwalker when it comes out, then we can go back and knock some of the shit out for me, I hope. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, for now, that's, that's pretty much all I've done. All right. Sounds like good times. All right. And listeners, you can shoot the shit with us if you want to come to the website, www.gtffxiv.com, and let us know what you've been up to. All right. Uh, I guess uh, about us around, we, we have... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have support uh, for Gather Together brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. And we've got an exclusive offer just for you, listener, 20% off. And free worldwide shipping with the code THALSBALLS, T-H-A-L-S-B-A-L-L-S, THALSBALLS, at Manscaped.com. Manscaped was very gracious. They sent us uh, each a Lawnmower 4.0 package. And uh, Kariri, you were talking about your your husband uh, enjoyed it. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny because, well, he always... With this product, you're going to get TMI no matter what, so just deal with it. My husband, he has issues with chafing. He is very active. He does hiking. He does lots of camping. He does bike riding. He does, you know, lots of scouting stuff. So he's out there and chafes an awful lot. Well, they have a product called the Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. And it's like aloe vera and it's like absorbing and drying and it's so good. It actually smells nice. He puts them on my hand so I can smell it. And yeah, he said it worked like a charm and he wants me to buy him some more. Then on top of that, he was trying out. It's we, we, to be perfectly honest, haven't tried off the the lawnmower or any of the, the grooming tools yet. We are looking forward to trying out the nose and ear hair trimmer thing but he's been wearing the boxers he loves the boxers and he wants me to buy him some more so these are the two products that that they recommend over we we recommend over at my house that would be crop preserver 
anti-chafing ball deodorant and the boxers that they sell. I'm not going to lie. That ball deodorant is pretty uh, legit. And we, it's pretty great. We opened the box and uh, my Cinna immediately said, oh, ball deodorant. You need that. So thanks, hon. <laughs> really appreciate that. That, that jumped out you, uh, at you Vote of confidence from the wife. Yeah, really, now. really great. So check them out. Manscaped. It's good stuff. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FALLSBALLS at manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping, manscaped.com. It's the holidays. Give that to your loved ones. Uh, hell, if your lover says lahi every time they're down in your umbral area, you, you got to get some Manscaped, okay? <laughs> All right. We will go for the first round is news. Uh, we're going to start with new optional items and adventure jumpstart sale. The new optional items, we've got uh, three piano collection orchestrian rolls. So we've got To the Sun, Serenity, and Westerly Winds, I think, are the three new ones. And then, uh, let's see, we've got uh, Jumps Pots and, well, let me see, it looks like these Story Skips, the Job Jumps, and the Retainer Job Jumps are all on sale. So Tales of Adventure, Stormblood, Heaven's Word, A Realm Reborn are all on sale. Uh, and then all the Tales of Adventure job skips. So if you're looking to skip, they are on sale and now would be the time to do it. It's pretty affordable. Yeah, they're not not too too pricey. 50% off is really good. And then uh, it is from October 27th. The sale goes on until Friday, November 19th. I think they clarified later that uh, just because they're pushing the out Endwalker, they're not changing this uh, sale. Yeah, uh, this is probably period. coded in somewhere. Yeah. They probably have this coded in their uh, Mog Station stuff. And yeah, I get that from a from a sales perspective. You, yeah, just, you wouldn't extend it for the, for that reason. All right, and then we have the Final Fantasy XIV Arrangement Album series is now available on streaming services. So uh, from Astral to Umbral, Duality, and Journeys are all on the different streaming services. Uh, and then uh, they also mentioned to check out the 7-inch vinyl single from the Primals. That's available Wednesday, November 17th. And I think there's a, I think there's a trailer somewhere. Yeah, yeah promo show this off this somewhere. Yeah, so if you got a vinyl record player, that might be neat to have. Or if you bought that other box set and you yeah. need the yeah. Endwalker one to go with it, and then watch the latest episode of Duty Commenced. I honestly completely missed this one. They were doing the Dragon Quest collaboration event. They were doing community commendations. So uh, I think we might have already. I don't remember if we talked about this and I missed it and I was going to watch it when they uploaded the video and it's up now. Yeah, we talked about that it was coming up, but we didn't talk about the event itself. Yep. Yeah, so I, I skimmed through it. It's okay. it's uh, them doing a Crystal Tower and some PvP stuff and all that good stuff. It looked like fun. looked like a good time. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't catch it. Well, they were on Crystal. They were on the Crystal mm, Denison. Yeah. I like, you know, getting into all that Void Arc. I've been running Void Arc, it feels like, every day. So, yeah. All right, we've got some big changes to the terms of services. They've specifically updated the prohibitive activities and the account penalty policy. And they've got uh, links to the updated 
documentation, and they've not updated the terms of use, the player agreement, or the material usage license. They encourage us to go check those out too. Uh, so prohibited activities in Final Fantasy XIV, they've added two prohibited activities in the party finder as countermeasures against vendors of real money traders. So RMT. Uh, I just want to say I have been playing on and off and I check and it is uh, kind of refreshing not to have the entire front page all be basically RMT. Ain't that something. S- you know, so selling great. of content. Um, so uh, the update is in response to RMT vendors repeatedly creating fraudulent recruitment listings in the party finder, they've made two activities prohibited. So let's see. I love that they added examples of things that are violations and not violations. (laughs) Yeah, that caused a lot of a stir. Uh, Let's see, were they prohibiting the advertising of RMT services and the creation of recruitment listings in incorrect categories within Mm -hmm. the party finder? Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me, you can still ask for help, and I think you can still offer help. You just can't be like, you know... Uh, I'll sell sell this sell this run for a million gil. I think the real problem wasn't people just doing it for gil. It was the people who then make you do, go to a Discord and figure out a real money transaction to make that happen. Whatever. Sure. And and there's and there were lots of traps in there too. I mean, not mm-hmm. not only that, but you could get caught in some other kind of scheme. I, I read one from the uh, the Tales of the Duty Finder type things from the official forums prior to the TOS change, but. Uh, you know, some some guy in their guild uh, got got hacked, and um, it was a group of friends. And the guy had uh, the same powers as everybody else. It'd be like one of us three being hacked in our free company. Mm-hmm. You know, if they have all the power, and uh, it was one of those things where, like, they took the gill out of the chest, they traded it to somebody else, and, and they went on. and And I think there was some recourse because the actual the player touched hands instead of it going from the free company directly to the uh, thief, but. Oh, okay. Regardless, it's one of those situations where somebody clicked the wrong link because they touched something that they shouldn't have, and there was oh, weird no. stuff like that that was going on outside of even just the, hey, want to clear, uh, want this. And then you got the weird shit like housing. I think they talk about the, the other solicitations yeah. in the next part. You know, like the weird housing stuff and, you know, ERP in the wrong category or whatever else. It just gets, gets kind of odd. Kind of so, spammy. Yeah. Get spammy. Well, and they, and they did talk about the other category. So, um, you know, you you can still promote player events, housing-related promotions, advertising for the purchase and sale item, recruitment of members for community groups, and it's like link shells and stuff. But that belongs in other. And I've been seeing them, like like almost all of those ones that were ones I would want to do, they, they were usually listing them in, like, uh, level 50 dungeon category right. or something. it'll pop up near the front. Near yeah, the top. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, if I'm looking for a player event, I'm looking for it in other. I've gone to some of these, you know, bars and go check out, you know, these, these uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes they'll have like a comedy club or whatever. But I just want to be able to find it in the other category. It seems like the right place. So I'm glad they did this. Yeah, I, you know, there was a lot of discussion about about this overall too. I think there was a few people that were kind of perturbed, but I think the ones that were mad about this section of the TOS, 
um, kind of fall to the side of, well, you were probably selling runs or there was something that maybe was kind of weird that's going on or you just wanted to pull some sort of wacky defense. I It, it was hard to defend the RMT side of it. In fact, I watched a Xenosis video where he was kind of, he wasn't defending RMT, but he said he didn't really care either way. And they were coming at him in, in the comment section of the YouTube. And I, and I understand the sentiment. And there was a lot of people that were from coming from the wild WoW community that were like, RMT ruined our game. Um, uh, so I, I get it. And I, I, I think it's hard to, def, uh, not defend this. Uh, it's hard to defend RMT sellers. It's hard to, to get on that side of the fence and go, well, they should be able to do something. So. This was one this this section of the TOS change. I heard a lot about or I heard a I heard a lot about but nobody really sided with <laughs> selling runs as much as they <laughs> sided with we are so happy that there this stuff is not clouding up the party well, finder. Well, and I saw yeah. some people who were having the reaction of I guess I can't offer to help people with stuff in the party finder anymore and I'm like I don't think that's what they said. You know, no, it I'd... very specifically says, totally a non-violation. I'm new. Can anyone help me with a clear for this duty? Well, or someone says, help me clear this duty and I'll pay no, you. No, the other way. Down. No, the other way I'm talking about. They were saying that I've already done everything in the game. You know, there are people who put up, we'll help you clear anything I'm able to. Just join the party. I I don't, oh, shit. you know, it's like, is that going to be deemed? Now, normally, honestly, I join a lot of hey, just trying to clear this before whatever patch or something. I join those all the time. And I, you know, grab the free company and join them all the time. But I'll never sit up there being like, help you clear stuff. Because that just sounds like I'm probably want something out of it, I guess. I don't know. I know it kind of probably falls in the wrong way, but like could probably put one up that says clear for one. (laughs) And that one is you. (laughs) That one is you. (laughs) But it was very nice to open up the party finder and not see the entire fucking first page be wind cells. Not that I even necessarily have an issue. I mean, I, we used to sell winds when we were in a different free company. It wasn't my favorite thing to do, but I mean, I've also dragged people through content that probably had no business clearing it anyway yeah. for free. So it's, it's one of those kind of like, uh, I've also, heard that the rmt stuff moved to fellowships although i have not verified oh, that there's okay. a lot of weird stuff in the fellowships so keep keep an eye on that fellowships actually have something now uh, rmt activity i'd have to remember they exist kariri have you even found the fellowship menu yet um i joined one that you sent me without ever looking at it or doing yeah, anything yeah. with it so yeah. yeah i fellowships did not exist when i left and i as far as i'm concerned they still don't exist I still don't know what they're supposed to solve. All right. Let's see. Other solicitation. Did we already talk about this? Yes. All right. Uh, adjustments to the prohibited activities, documentation, blah, 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 blah. Oh, this was the stocking clause, right? Uh, yeah. So there are some, you know, th- and this is a real problem in the game. I, I've talked to people who've had it happen. You know, it's, every time someone goes to their house, somebody's standing there trying to talk to them or whatever. And it's like, or following her on the map and being... But but also not making any any reportable or threatening language, you know what I mean? Yeah, like what? Somebody showing up and poking you a bunch, just, or something? just 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 kind of just just always standing there or following me around. Oh I mean, yeah, showing up at your house. Yeah, that kind of stuff. it's just yeah, creepy yeah. and unsettling. 
So uh, they also did put like purchase, purchasing a house plot with the intention of resale has also been added to the list. Let's see. They got some examples here. I don't know. They've added some examples. I don't know what the section was. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, it looks like they've put they put examples to a lot of the stuff to make it easier to understand what vi- uh, constitutes a violation. I gotcha. So, uh, and other minor text adjustments. Account penalty policy. Uh, we've known penalty points have existed, but they've never really been revealed for real. And now they've added a penalty points decay system. It seems really slow. So basically, if you do something that incurs a penalty, you get points. So like if you are obscene or aggressive or use slander or whatnot, uh, you get penalty points against your, I'm assuming, your account. And then they sum those up, and if you hit a uh, a number, I think you get bans and stuff. So they were internal information previously, but now they have to ex- they have to declare them now so they can announce this reduction of penalty points. So you're still going to get penalty points the same way you always got them, but now they're implementing a system where accrued ones can be reduced based on the number of days that have passed since the previous penalty. So uh, penalties are intended to urge offenders to reflect their violations and discourage repeat violations. However, they've confirmed cases where permanence of past penalties instead led offenders to commit more violations. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because right. penalties won't go away anyway, so you might as well assault it. the earth, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So they thought it would help to set decay periods. I think it's great. I, I've heard some good things about this from people. I'm I actually have been sitting here and Yelta, I've been listening, but I'm reading this thing, going, "What the fuck happened? Something changed here." Because when this came out, I swear to God, <laughs> there was a bunch of weird examples. About the stuff, and in this, what I'm reading, I don't see all the old weird examples that they had. Maybe it's on the next post when we look at it, the one that Foxclaw gives an explanation of. But there was like a bunch of stuff that was giving examples of how to talk to people and how not to talk to people. I remember seeing that too. Okay, because I was ready to talk about that shit, the crazy examples that they gave, and it was giving people a fucking panic attack. Like, okay, again... This changes to the RMT thing, good. I think most people side with that. There's some nuances. The penalty point system is great. It's so people don't just burn the house down, burn the bridge. I feel like there's something the those that have that are are, are moving past their previous transgressions mm-hmm. have a road to redemption. Oh, maybe I should watch my step. You know, I don't want to incur a. Tr- yeah. Okay, I see. It's at the it, top. Yeah. It's not within it's right the, the body the of the document. Yeah, yeah. They, they talk about it, slightly vulgar jokes, and they talk about... Eh. Yeah, I think the one... Look, if we're going to talk about any of them, because a lot of these are pretty much... Look, we understand that you don't talk about some of these things and it's stupid. Or we don't. We understand you don't stalk people or whatever. But there was one in particular that was telling... That people were talking about helping somebody in a fight. Like if – am I not allowed anymore to say, hey, you need to stand on these pads in corn mm-hmm. to get rid of 
the Dune. Go, go, yeah, go find expressions that compel a playing style. That might be the section you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. It's because it's like it's prohibited to force personal views or disregard the opinions of others. If a report has been filed with the prohibited activities confirmed, a penalty be issued. So. The first example, it's prohibited to make statements such as, there's no way we can clear this with suggestion. Well, there are times that that is the only honest and truthful answer. We can't mm-hmm. clear it without doing this or that. And then the second one, big pulls are normal here, so do it. Uh, I'm not, I don't have any fault with the first section. Big pulls are normal here, so you can try if you like is how I would do it, right? That's just my style, though. You know, I don't care what you think. Just follow my instructions. I can see getting to that point, though, after people don't stand on the pads in Karn and you've now wiped for the seventh time. I don't know. I'm not asking for your opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I can see where you can get to. And I've probably been uh, there's no I probably have said there's no way we can clear this because of X, Y or Z. Yeah. Not hurtfully on a personal level, but just, you know, people came in with broken... I mean, we've literally had people... I've had people's... Their entire gear set broke when we were in there. Well, you know, each pull is getting worse. We can't clear it. <laughs> you know, I've even suggested then let's create a party finder afterwards and go do it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Example of a violation. We can only beat duty slash content by using something. You can't do it anyway, so stop doing that. That's usually a false statement, but, I mean, we can only beat some content if you push your buttons, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It, I, it, what I kept gathering is that it's the it's the you part in it that's mm-hmm. what's wrong with all of these. Um when you're targeting one person or one activity or it's easily traceable back to that mm-hmm. individual, that's that's where the nuance is. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of flower it up is what well, it really exactly felt Well, that's exactly what like. the example of the non-violation says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The example of the non-violation is I think whatever will go more, more smoothly if we do X, Y, or Z. So I want to try doing it that way. Is that okay with everyone? Uh, but, you know – I mean, there's literally fights in the game that while I'm fighting, and if I type, I think of that one where the moogles will get raised if you don't bump them out of the circles. If I type, you gotta bump them out of the circles. Oh, you said you. It, but, or we, whatever. <laughs> no, I you know, know, it doesn't I know, matter. Know, it doesn't matter if it's like, you know, they, I'm they stroking have to be... the fear. I'm, what I'm yeah. saying here, I'm playing <laughs> the devil's advocate, yeah. which is what a lot of people were doing. I can absolutely see the day one knee-jerk reactions when a lot of us read a lot of this This stuff, even the first time. We're like, so we can't tell people the gimmick to clear the fight anymore? That's really what most people were worried about. So we can't... I just keep thinking of me in the fight, like I was just talking about. Mm -hmm. If I had been in there with you, for instance, if we were running together and you said... Carrie, we can only beat this if we get uh, if you get out of those and stop getting stacks of bullshit. So please stop getting stacks of bullshit. <laughs> that's a violation by their rules. Technically, like, that's is technically a violation if I tell you to get out of the bag. And that's crazy I guess. to me. I have to flower it up and be like, this whole fight would go more smoothly if you didn't stand in the bullshit. 
Well, right. I mean, I could have called that guy out that called me by name and said I was napping. I mean, I could yeah. like that's silly. That's a stupid thing to do because the guy was memeing or, or you know whatever else or like yeah. oh oh god this dancer like I could I could make a case for something silly because they pointed me out as the only one and and, and I I saw a lot of dis, disingenuous takes. This is yeah. the part that I saw a lot of disingenuous takes on that people were like, well, I can't help any people, anybody anymore, whatever else. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe that that's the case at all. But I think it's yeah. it's back to that kind of one and done. Like we need to break the we need to break the you know the fang and claw thing or something. We need to mm-hmm. stand on the pads. We we do this, and it's like you put it out there. If it does, they don't buy it. They're basically telling you in the TOS don't don't aggravate much further than that. You need got your options to leave or kick them or whatever that you feel like needs to happen at that point so that's uh that's really where they're leaving it i i i think it's a kind of a cya they're backtracking mm-hmm. on some stuff i think they even said that they were doing a lot of these changes so they could crack down on some stuff they've wanted to and they couldn't um so that's part of it but um a lot of people took this as wow they just want me to I, I want you sugar to and rainbows on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it. This is getting real woke, you know that kind of shit. So, mm. um, I don't know. It remains to be seen when it changed the last time. I was trying to look up when they changed it before because you remember it was it was uh, it was the same fallout. It was uh, the it, whole it, oh the world is ending. I'm it not was brimstone, and that's why I referenced some of the those other streamers. I you know I don't remember what the sentiment was from from them back in the day, but but I do recall a lot of people. That were prominent streamers having the sentiment that this, the TOS was going to ruin everything, and all these all these snowflakes were going to ruin the stuff. And I didn't see that really happen. I, I don't think we're going to see that uh, really happen. But uh, I guess it does remain to be seen what what happens here moving forward. Of course, all this shit got eclipsed totally by <laughs> the live letter stuff. So it was uh-huh. like. You know, this was big shit for a, for a day or two, and then the official forums was just all lit up in flames over over this one because it's a bunch of people with disingenuous takes um, trying to to rile up people. Um, so maybe all pomp over nothing. But Foxconn <laughs> well, had to come out and do the do a fucking apology. That's what yeah, I was referencing earlier. Not okay. an apology. Yeah. And like I'm not sure was, I ever saw that one. Is that the follow up? Yes, he had it to is, explain yeah. all of those. Examples Those uh, examples, and they're not in this. E- well, I guess they are about the offering. How much you can do is selling clears prohibited. But again, this was another one where I think they took the quotes out, but they had a bunch of the quotes that were in the previous post, and he was rebutting those and saying, "Here's the here's why it's not. And it's not as bad as you think. And if you mm-hmm. get reported, just that doesn't mean you necessarily are going to get a penalty point." And, all of oh, that. I've so told was... people to report me before. People have not liked me trying to be uh, doing honestly a helpful suggestion and been told I was getting reported. And I'm like, okay, we'll let the GM sort it out because I had not done anything wrong. Yep, I, that's yep. what I would say. Let the GM sort it out, and I wouldn't talk yep. to them any further. Well, and that's that's one of the things he mentions here that I thought was you know important. He's he says if a report is filed, the full context of the conversation is thoroughly investigated, and if we find a violation, only then will a penalty be imposed. As such, to reiterate, there is no need to worry any more than before. Right? Like, yeah. They they basically said you know a lot of this <laughs> is 
there there were people getting penalized before, but the players didn't understand what they did wrong or what the issue was. So they added all of these examples to the prohibited activities in hopes of lowering the number of those cases. So I I th- I think. Like you said, I think, like Ruby said, I think a lot of it was just disingenuous and people arguing for the sake of argument. But I do understand some of the concerns, too, because there's a balance here between um, special snowflake and protecting people from getting, you know, blasted 24-7. So they're trying to, you know, balance on a line here and, and... I think I think what they're trying to do is good. You know, I I but yeah, there there is a balance there that I don't know. They they have to be careful with for sure. I couldn't stop three kids from fighting in the back of a car. I don't know how they don't have uh, you know 5 million people exploding on each other all the time. <laughs> and they don't even get to argue that we're not going to McDonald's. <laughs> all right. Ah uh. Let's see, let's see. Okay, so we're going on to Live Letter 67, and we're going to borrow Nova Crystallis's, uh as an outline, because that is honestly my favorite place to go find the the sum- summations of these things. So uh, let's just, let's just talk right away. You know, the first, the first things first is the Endwalker is getting delayed two weeks. Uh, Yoshi P apologized for it for 28 minutes. And then I think there's an apology on the forums as well. It sucks. And I have sympathy for everyone. I was excited. Uh, a lot of us have played this game for a long ass time. A lot of us, this is one of our major ways to chill and wind down. And it's, it's, and a lot of us had scheduled vacation time, mm-hmm. you know, and in, and in, in moving it further into December doesn't actually make that any easier. So Endwalker has been delayed for two weeks. Uh, I think early access is the third now. Yep. The third Endwalker, the official launch is the seventh. So, um, <clears throat> I, I, for myself have, I think I got all my vacation moved. However, I have a less day because I don't have Halloween to work around, or not Halloween, Thanksgiving to work around anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you guys get your days moved? <laughs> if you were, yeah. were going to take any, yeah. I actually took off different days because when I first took my days off, I had just come back to the game and I didn't realize like early access. I forgot about early access. So this time I actually took off like the Friday and the Monday. Oh, yeah. So that'll be better for me. But yeah, I got my day switched and it actually turned out better for me. So I'm not, and it gave me more time to finish the main story <laughs> quest. So I'm actually one of the, you know, minority who's very happy about this. Well, my other thought on it also is, frankly, Yoshi P knows what the fuck he's doing. And I trust him. And if he says it needed it, then it needed it. That's, I would rather they delay two weeks. It would have been nice if if they had known earlier to let us know earlier, but womp womp, I guess. I think that's one of the biggest arguments people have is, yes. why did they wait to the live letter? If they knew they were going to delay it, we should have been informed as soon as humanly possible. I mean, they obviously knew about it before the live letter. They had already changed the dates on the trailer, that kind of thing. So why did, what did he say? He only knew about it like the Friday before. Yeah, it, it, and it wasn't that before, much either. Or... But um, but it sucks. 
But what are you going to do? This is the first time they've actually had a delay when they've given us actual calendar dates. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. It really does. Um, This is one of those situations it's really hard to voice an opinion without, one, feeling a little bad because you know that Yoshida works really hard on this stuff and – Feeling a little guilty for you know being a little selfish and and I think a lot of us have some selfish feelings about it, but it's also one of the situations that when anybody publicly voices a, a displeasure in in something like this, the great white knights, the uh, the warriors oh, of light, will come out yes. and will just come and strike you down for even saying anything. Um, I, I saw uh, uh, one of the world first runners say that they were disappointed that they had to move their PTO around and they just got eaten alive on Twitter you're, about this uh, kind of but stuff. You're allowed and to be disappointed. It makes you me are mad. allowed it's disappointed. Like you're yeah, allowed to be sad that your expectations were not met, right? I'm gonna, this... I, I, you know, I'm gonna throw a hot take out there, but I mean it in all in. I mean it in all sincerity towards Yoshida. Uh, Yoshida's pride is what really caused this delay. Yoshida wanted it to be perfect. Yoshida's pride in this game is what caused the delay, and he also the pride in his ability, the ability of his team, the the scheduling that he could thread the needle so close that and still get things the way he wanted. Um, that there is a level of pride that he felt that he could take the risk to go in front of, or that it wouldn't happen to go in front of the Square Enix board and say, "Hey, I've got to bump this guy down." Um, and even though for him it was a matter of a couple of days, but they felt the necessary to bump it two weeks or whatever, and though the fans will us, – us tempered fans will always go, well, it means the right thing. Uh, <laughs> Yoshida always makes it right. There is an element of Yoshida's pride, his ego, that caused a delay in this game, and I'm not afraid to say it. Um, now, it's because of his pride – that this game is the way it is. So if it's if, if you want a good quality product, his pride is going to deliver it to you. We just get it two weeks late. But if you're mad, you can be mad at Yoshida's pride because he loves this thing so much uh, that he's willing to, uh, to push it out a little bit, to piss off the, 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 the heads, the, the powers mm-hmm. that be, to make to make this the, uh, the perfection he thinks it is. So well, he we'll also see. said that. Well, he also said that he was. I mean, Endwalker's the finale. It's the you know the 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 end of the whole sure. first. Our, yeah, if you're going to do first, it for any of them, this yeah, is the one I mean, you'd want to do it for. He didn't want to compromise, and yes, they talked about doing cuts or patches or or whatever. Honestly, when you start taking your code base and start chopping it up and backing stuff out, sometimes that causes more problems. Right. Than, it really solves so right, and it, it it seemed like it turned out to be it's a Q and A thing, right? Like they pushed it to the end, and and, and if they want to do this without the checks, so be it. But he does; he's not going to launch this thing without QA checks. So uh, that's 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 really that's really what it boiled down to. So I do want a good product. I'm I'm happy to wait for a perfect product. Um, I'm not fooled into believing that. Other producers would have just launched something and would have said, I'll make a patch, do a patch on it. Whether that's better or not, uh, that's that's up to you to personally decide. I think we all would have been way more pissed if we logged in the first day and all of our gear except for belts was deleted. 
and then they had to roll the game back and, uh, in three weeks. You lost all your it. stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm just no saying. Thanks. I'm just to trust he knows, he knows what's best, even though it's – I'm not happy about it. All right. So, well, some people are happy about it because that gives us a 12-3 early access launch, 12-7 Endwalker official release that moves Pandemonium to 12-21, which made some people happy mm-hmm. because – I don't remember why. Some people well, the were next happy one is the happiest, I Christmas. think. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, because uh, oh yeah, because it put Savage. Because otherwise, Savage was going to be on Christmas, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Let me. Yeah. Let me pull up the calendar. Yeah, that would have put that would have put um, Savage Prague on basically Christmas. And yeah, the the Raiders are happy. This is mm. this is the thing with the timing. Even though people are pissed at the delay, I think it was better for everybody in the long run. And then All Saints Wake, which is, uh, I mean, it's in the real world, it's kind of the Halloween event. But uh, it was supposed to be launched alongside Endwalker, which is already after our Halloween. I know it's not Earth, but um, it's going to be in January. So uh, what's, what's interesting to me is that I think they said that um, whatever our Christmas one is, all any other events are still happening as timed. And that makes me wonder what's in All Saints Wake that they couldn't just pull it out or put, uh-huh. change the date on the flag. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what about All Saints Wake? Could they, did it get pushed to January? All right. Any more thoughts on the delay? Is Carrie Kareeri asleep in her chair? No. <laughs> we started late, so I'm like waiting for Kareeri to pass out. Oh, gosh. No, it, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, most people are not happy about it. I totally understand people not being happy about it. I'm happy about it, but not, you know, I. it is what it is. We're, we're going to deal with it, and we're going to enjoy the game whenever it comes out. So that's where I'm at. I'd take the quality over speed, I guess. Exactly. All right. Let us do do the Endwalker trailer, guys. Let's do it. Yeah, they uh, they they took the nastiness out of our mouth with that by at least giving us a, this nice launch trailer. So <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, I, I yeah, we we I think we're gonna watch it. So let's do that. Uh, Ru- Ruby, do the countdown. All right, I'm gonna do the countdown. Okay. Three, okay, two, one, click. There's themes. Look away, there's nudity. There might be bosoms. Oh we no, have Limsa. Pretty music. It is pretty music. And Emmett Sell narrating. I'm not sure why well, Emmett how is that I happening? know. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think what he's saying here might have something to do with Pandemonium. Because mm, Pandemonium's Asian theme. You know how they do like, with these trailers. They're all I chopped know. up from all the other stuff. Oh, so when they played this live, we only had the Japanese <laughs> one, and she her voice is so insane in Japanese. It's just, <laughs> it's so Japanese. Oh, not in like the, this is like the end of times, Amarod again, but like, no one has hoods on mostly. You can see their yeah. hairstyles. Interesting. Two faces, all I can think of is Naldal. Uh-huh. I love the paladin Paladin equipment, equipment still awesome. See, when he looking. says every step of your descent, that's why I think it's I think I think it's him itself talking to La Habrea. Oh. Our tale wends <laughs> towards the final days. I just love it. Do we know who her, what the 
blue, the blue hair. Have we seen no. her before? Gotta have okay. it, but no. And we got Vanat. I don't know who she. The Lady of Light on the, on mm. our trip with us. Yeah, yeah. She can give us a magic flower. Mm. That flower actually might also be something to do with the um, like Elysium Fields death. Mm. Like I want to know what that boss was wearing. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back later. The yellow see. thing. The yellow thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's one of the sisters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! The three sisters—they've shown us the art for them. That I think one of them was wearing a yellow thing. Fantastic. Beautiful. The music takes a turn here. <laughs> I don't know where Alice is, butt went, but. <laughs> uh, well, we're not supposed to be looking at it. Uh, no, though, uh... purely scientifically speaking. <laughs> Even though oh, yeah, she's gonna call her our, our waifu. Waifu. I, I think at this point I was like the first dungeon is the California wildfires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> second dungeon, probably second dungeon. Some of these monster models are great. I, yeah. They're just terrifying. Yeah. Some of the voices are recognizable. I think there's at least one new voice that's in this. Not quite sure who it is. And that's armor he's looking at, right? Is there some special mm-hmm, armor something. thing going on? And we have, like, giant orbs of darkness. Nestinian's looking badass. He almost looks like Christ-like uh, his arms. I know, <laughs> I almost didn't want Kuri to watch the trailer, because she's going to be like, is he not dead yet? Yeah. That's exactly what I was like, but, yeah. <laughs> Rumi made a very interesting observation that one of those flashbacks wasn't a realm reborn. It was previous. Yeah. Stubble. Gotta love the stubble. See, this is... He's still not dead, too. He's not yeah. done. And Fan Daniel obviously still loves Zodiac, so don't be fooled. That was the new voice, I think, certainly. Heidelin's always bigger than I think the planet is, and I just I it kind of bothers me that we we need to go to other bits of it. Oh yeah, watch this part. I've seen people take this image and put mm. their own face in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there's been lots of it. Oof. Okay. Scaring the shit out of me, Alphano. <laughs> Tomorrow is never promised. The fuck Start. does that mean? I don't know. Everybody thinks that they're going to kill off Alphano. But then for historic Final Fantasy reasons, I feel like they should also kill off Alice. Oh, yeah. Uh, they don't have they, to kill them both. They'd have to, yeah. We failed to mention that we were all watching this together and um, the night that, that, uh, that yes, yes. came on. And when we were watching this, it was in Japanese, right? And mm-hmm. I don't speak Japanese, but it was like, arigato, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, this tone? Uh-uh. <laughs> this, no. I don't speak Japanese, but I feel like he's going to die. And then we have a friend, uh, Vi was like... 
some, something bad sounded try, bad. Trying try to try to at least get out the the some of the phrases for well, us. Yes, and then of course we got the English like almost immediately after that. There's a difference in tone. I think people are saying a little difference there, but I think in English you still can go. English has that tongue-in-cheek kind of thing where, like, you're foreshadowing, and even though it doesn't sound bad, like, he's probably saying that at the beginning. It, they clip the mm. beginning of what he's saying. He's saying, the two of you at my side, we're going to find later that oh, you get I to thought walk. he said, to have you at my side. I felt like he was saying, I, I might have to go back and watch that. I was I assuming was he was saying, uh, two of you at my side. I was hoping that that, that meant, you know, he's going to be walking with his sister behind us. We're going to mm. talk more about that. That maybe it's the beginning of the journey, like he's saying, hey, I got to go deliver a letter to somebody. I don't want to wait for it. Uh, I just want the two of you at my side. So it could be a complete red herring. I'm it could be foreshadowing at the beginning <laughs> oh, of the yeah. expansion too. So I am convinced this is – they have plot armor. They're not going anywhere. We see them in our trusts. They're everywhere. I can't – I don't think they're going to kill them. I don't. Yeah. I they're trying to make us think they are. Right, with like them huddled said, in darkness. Red herring yeah. all the way. Yeah, those two in the dark and the cold and leaning on each other and them focusing so heavily on Elfano at uh, different spots in the trailer. I, I do feel like they're just setting it up to make us think so. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I – well, and I could see them actually sacrificing someone, but I'm trying to think who could they sacrifice. I don't think they can sacrifice anyone in a trust. So they're going to sacrifice Tataru? I mean... I, I'm voting. I'm voting. They sacrifice Xenos. Oh, wait, he's not <laughs> on our side. He just won't stay dead. I... Kuri, we have talked to him about this ad nauseum, and it's just like, least compelling character Get ever. on the moon. Blow die. up the moon. The just, I don't... Just, whatever. Zodiac and Xenos. Fuck? Okay. <laughs> Oh, yes. That's probably what would happen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, I'm not going to read it, but Yoshida did do a big, long Lodestone post-apology. If you're more interested in seeing what he had to say about the delay, he's he very, very sorry, guys. Uh, well, we still have more stuff to talk about there, but I just want to say again with the postponement, though, I'm going to skip down to the other stuff that's postponed. Uh, basically, uh, the pre-orders, if you're not sure about your pre-order. Who, who just got billed? Ruby, was that you, Ruby? I'm about to get my email. Uh, okay. So, well, I got an email. I'm got, I got an email that I'm about to get an email. So they said on the 15th okay. is when I will be billed for all of my stuff. So uh, November 15th, right around the corner. That's mo- Monday, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so if you're worried about your pre-order, contact your retailer. Uh, Adventure Start Sale, Adventure Jump Start Sale. They're not extending that like we said before, so basically it's over Friday, November 19th. Uh, Moogle Treasure Trove, as previously announced, the the event is scheduled to be available until 6.0 maintenance. So they're not extending it they're not cutting it off early they're not doing anything it's just it's just before 6.0 however i'm just gonna say don't sleep on it if there's something you really really want from there go get it because they've even made they've, they've said we could end it early right on the you know page so 
And then uh, we've also mentioned All Saints Wake is going to be around late January 2022. The Starlit Celebration and Heaven's Turn are still scheduled to be on their usual timing. All right, let's go back then because I accidentally closed that page. All right, we've watched the trailer. We've talked about the little delay. Let's talk about what's in the game. Uh, they did character profiles. I think uh, the Lady of Light... Uh, I don't think Kariri's seen her yet, so, you know... We've hardly seen yet. her, too. We've hardly don't seen worry. her either. You basically get a glimpse. We know about Tataru, Grahatia, Alize, Alphano, Orianje, Yastola, Thancred, Lady of Light. Yeah, Xenos. So they, they, they gave a... I don't know who this was for, mm-hmm. but but they gave a profile for each character. Le- okay, so this next part, I'm torn on this one. It's a neat feature, but I I I don't why I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I I, 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 I don't get it either. This. I don't I know. Like, did we need this? What feature are we looking at? We are uh, looking what's at to the. Come? Yeah, so what's to come in 6.0? So they talk about there's a system that works while you're questing where characters will follow alongside you or ride a mount with you and have conversations. It is said somewhere else that this is going to be essential. Oh, yeah, here, here. It's an essential part of the narrative. So it's part, it's going to be part of the narrative. The team is working to let you also use G-Pose during this feature. So the screenshot is, you know, the main character has Alize and Alphano following him around, and I'm assuming it's kind of like more like a single player Final Fantasy game, where you know someone might be. It's not a cutscene; you're walking around, but as long as you're on the right track, as long as you're walking down the right path, they'll walk with you and have conversations or whatever. And if you go off the track, they're just going to return to their position. You can pick them up later. So it might be an interesting storytelling thing, but. Part of me is like, did we need this? I, I don't know yet. Yeah, it's a, just it took me by surprise. It wasn't. I didn't feel like it was something that was needed. It reminds me very Dragon Questy. So I don't know mm. if Ashita's reaching back to the Dragon Quest stuff. Um, but it, it it's like, are they supposed to like talk to us? Is it a party chat feature? Is it just for giggles? Is it part of that narrative we were just talking about? Like. Are they setting us up to believe that these two are going to go so they have to make a connection? Is this the Final Fantasy XV thing? we got to solidify that brotherhood so then when they tear us apart at the end, it pulls at our heartstrings. Or is there something else? I thought it might just be an immersion thing, something neat they could do, but I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be worth the time and money. I I don't know yet. I, I don't know. I'm not opposed to it, but I'm like, what else could they have done with this dev time is my kind of thought. The immersion thing's kind of what I was thinking too. This seems like a feature that we wouldn't even notice if it had been there, at the, you know, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game, and them putting it in now. Just, I don't know. I, I don't like you said. I don't know that this was necessary, but I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, like you said, maybe the devs could have spent the time doing this, doing something we'd rather have. But I don't see that there's anything wrong with it. It's just nothing anyone was begging for i don't think i wonder if instead of having like a longer cutscene, we can have a shorter cutscene, and instead of teleporting us to the end point we're you know it's just consider it kind of part of the cutscene. while you're walking there they'll say stuff you know yeah yeah i i'm not opposed to it but part of my i was like 
okay. I'm like, literally no one asked for this is, was really what I thought about. Not in a bad way. Just, I was like, it might be neat. It might, I might love it too, right? I do like immersion. So I may actually love it. All right. A lot of this is already, already in. We, some of this we've even talked about. So we're going to kind of talk about what we want to, but what's to come in 6.0? New role quests. We're going to have five quest lines now. Tank, healer, melee DPS, physical range DPS, and magical range DPS. So I think before we had four, right? Right. So uh, then there's going to be extra quests for completing all five in 6.1 or later. The next one surprised me a little bit. There will be no level 90 job quests. That's it. They're, they kind of decided that the job quests are done. They've told the story. So... uh I totally understand why they don't do job quests. Yeah, he said, maybe. what are you going to learn from them? You're like yeah. God or something. Yeah. At this point, that, you're way above anyone who's yeah. been training you. Right. We had an interesting conversation about this, that maybe the quest givers are actually the old job givers. Maybe they, they team up together. You know, So maybe when you do the tank storyline, you're seeing the four tank quest job quest givers in that storyline because now we're on Eorzea doing it. We're on Heidelin mm-hmm. doing it. We're not on the first. It's not a, a completely different jabroni giving it to us. So you may get your job quest people in this storyline. There's just not a level 90 job quest. Yeah, I saw a lot of people who are like, but I really like Dark Knight quests. And I'm like, that doesn't mean they can never give you Dark Knight lore ever again. Right. It just means... Wouldn't it be funny to see them interact with each other? That'd be cute. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. would be, actually. Yeah. What, if, what if all... What if the, you know, the, the leaders of the different tanks get together and decide to, you know, do something and they could give you lore for... I don't know. I I don't have a problem with this, honestly. All right. Studium deliveries. These are going to be like the Crystarium de- deliveries. So five quest lines. Uh, most of them are, they're all hand in land. And there's going to be extra quests uh, upon completion of all five quest lines. I enjoyed those for what they were in the Crystarium, and I look forward to doing them in the Studium. Am I saying that right, though? Studium? People yeah, were saying so. Stadium, so. and I'm like, no, Studium like oh. students, right? It's got a U in yeah, it. Yeah, it's got a U. Yeah. 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 This is the crystalline mean. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. All right, they're adding new dungeons. They've given us some screenshots. We've got uh, something that's very obviously Garlean. Some people were thinking it looked like the, uh, what was it? Like, Final Fantasy Seven, the train no, track? No, 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 14. But oh. it was like, is this the same place that, you know, like Estinian, you know, people have snuck in and out of oh, different sure, ones sure. and we've played as oh, Estinian yeah. and do whatever. I did notice this is a little train. That's a train car. Notice yep. the wheels mm-hmm. on that first screenshot. And then we have a snowy place that basically looks like a parking ramp where the, uh, <laughs> it looks like a matchbox cars should come down that. Right. But the mall has else been destroyed. The mall has been destroyed. Yeah. That's, that's the ep- name of the episode. The mall has been destroyed. <laughs> uh, th- oh, this is the screenshot. I'm like, the this dungeon is California wildfires. Pretty much, yeah. I do like, and I'm assuming this next one is probably our first dungeon, or maybe our second, whatever. Yeah, I think so. It, it, it has Void Arc vibes, right? It's got that organic, but... 
Yeah, this looks like Tower of Zod. I don't know if it yeah, is. Tower, yeah. All right. And uh, we're having new trials also, but they're secret. So I'm assuming spoilers. And there's going to be a... They said normal and hard mode, but I, I assume they mean basically the storyline one and the extreme one. They're adding a new raid called Pandemonium Asphestalos. I don't know how to say that. That's in 6.1, two weeks after launch. The Savage version will be added two weeks more. I really like when they stagger that. Do you remember when that shit used to come out all at the same time and people who wanted to raid would just ignore everything else and and jump in the raid and feel pressured? And it's like, I why? There's no reason. Yeah, I think the raiders have gotten used to this. They, they 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 like it better this way. So yeah, and then this we, looked badass. I I, the, I, I yeah. hate to linger here, but this this shit was kind of badass. The, the 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 video, if you had looked at the, the zone, uh, yes. the zone itself is is really yeah. cool. Now I looked up this. I, they may have explained it a little bit, the Asphodelos, um, but I think Sin and I looked it up, and it has to do with Greek mythology about mm-hmm. uh, hell, kind it's of one like of the underworlds, down, right? The underworld. So I I, we're gonna yeah. They show us something, I feel like, that showed us some names of something about what would be coming up. So, uh, Or maybe it was some speculation I read. But uh, yeah. I think we're very clearly looking at something that has to do with the underworld. Yeah, it, it the zone looks cool. And and they didn't want to show too much because of spoilers. But um, yeah. somebody said the chains were reminiscent of something from a it different... It, the castle in chains is like Final yeah. Fantasy VIII. Okay. And they, there's a there's an organ music in the background. It is not the castle theme from Final Fantasy VIII, but it gives you a little bit of that feel. Okay. Well, that might not also be the music for the zone, right? We've been shown Very videos true. that wasn't the music for the zone. But no, it, it looks cool. So I look forward to that. Normal raids are fun. Uh, we're <laughs> also getting a new treasure map called the Excitatron 6000. Uh, this picture, (laughs) I know, right? Great name. I I like it. I, well, and treasure maps, I feel like is one that they could just, I I like the raid being dark and intense. And Mm -hmm. I think, I feel like treasure maps is where you get goofy and lighthearted, maybe. Yeah. What, what, what are your theories on what the screenshot might mean? I have one. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think there's people that think this is Thavnir. I don't remember them saying anything about Thavnir about Mm -hmm. this. I think this is Lunar. And I think they, yep. they said something about, like, they're not showing the full screenshots because if they zoomed out, you would know what was going on yeah. here, so they don't want to show it. I think it's on top of something huge. I think there's a, it's a giant rabbit or something, a lunar rabbit, a lunarian creation, and we are on this lunarian something or another. So it's the top of something's head, or it, it there's something weird. But I think those doors in the back are crescent moons, and mm-hmm. I think this is something lunar-related. Yeah. Yeah, they look like moons and planets and orbits back there, both the doors, yeah. Yeah. And there's these well, I, little purpley things back there that almost look like ears of something sticking out of the top of oh, yeah. something's head. Yeah, when I was watching this live, people were saying Favnir, and I'm not getting that vibe at all. And I'm like, guys, first of all, the color palette's off from Favnir. We it is a bright a color palette. one already. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, but look at, I'm like, but this, this, the, 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 the stage has lunar crescents on it. It looks like planets or something on the doors. They look like crescenty. I'm like, you know, I, I kind of hope this is on the moon. I don't know why it matters to me, but I kind of do. But if I'm wrong, I'm cool with that too. 
Yeah. Well, it's kind of a safe bet, too, considering the theme of the, you know, expansion. Yes, it's going to be some <laughs> lunar bit. I'm thinking it's moon-related. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, then we have like, like purple tentacles coming out, so I don't, sure. I don't know what that means either. So, I don't know. Zodiac. I don't know. Honestly, the the little circles with the colorful squares, all I could think of was um, Trivial Pursuits. Oh yeah. Right. Oh my god. Right. Yes. <laughs> all right. PvP update. This might Oop. be the first PvP update that I'm actually kind of excited for. Oh yeah. Right. For this sure. is a small scale PvP content called crystal conflict so it's a oh let's see it's going to be ready in 6.1 there's going to be a new reward system in 6.1 the idea is short matches with simple rules that can be played casually they're going to get rid of role-based matchmaking and actions so i can see some people saying and i might be one of them the streamlining and or dumbing down or whatever but it's like Obviously, this is not a PvP-centric game, so honestly, I don't mind them making it just more enjoyable for everyone. Uh, they're adding distinctive PvP actions and jobs-specific adrenaline rushes, so that's... I don't know what they mean by that, but that might be interesting. The team may repurpose some visual effects for actions, but they will remain separate from PvE actions. I've thanked them forever for not trying to balance PvP and PvE actions. In oh, this yeah, game. yeah, they should never do I've, that. That's, I've played games that did that, and it was bad. All right, closer to 6.1, they're going to show us how the jobs will function in the new PvP mode. Crystal Conflict will have two teams of five, which is interesting because nothing else in this game is a team of five. Right? Yeah. Right? I'm, there's no role restrictions. There's going to be casual ranked and custom matches with skill-based matchmaking. I, you know me, the one time I tried to do the four-man PvP, I got fucking yelled at because it was apparently ranked or something, and I didn't know what I was doing, so. Yeah, All right. it, yeah. it sounds to me like they're going to match you with the right people with the skill-based matchmaking, so even if you get into something, you're going to be matched with other people that are, are like-minded to you, um, we'll talk about the other systems in a little bit, but I, I'm very happy with the direction they're going. As far as short matches go, I've said it a million times. I want short matches that pop fast. I want to get in. Mm-hmm. I want to get out. You don't get salty that way. And, you, and then you, I want to get exactly. my rewards, right? I want get to get rewards. I, I want to. Yeah, that's why I'm playing. And I think there's some good stuff about this removal of role based at matchmaking. I think that's going to unlock a way for us. To do a lot more, a lot faster. That's mm-hmm. also going to be faster cues. And you're still going to have the flavor of the job with these job-specific rushes, the distinctive PvP actions. I think they're going to make this in such a way that you can use the environment to get your kills. It's kind of like what we said last week. Mm-hmm. Like, you might be able to fluid aura somebody into a spike pit and get your kill and still do what you need to do to finish the objective. No, it's not hut ball. We'll talk about pushing the crystal or whatever we're doing, but it's it's this is going to be fun. I'm actually really excited about this. So, it seems like the maps are all there's there's multiple I would say skins of the map, but uh basically the map has two paths and a crystal in the top middle. Uh, each of you have a home base on either A and end. So the two teams with bases on opposite ends of the map compete to claim possession of the crystal in the center. That's called the tactical crystal. Once a team has claimed possession of the crystal, 
they can push it to the opposing team's base. The team that gets the crystal on the goal wins. It just seems like a very simple and straightforward idea. Uh, the initial example has an old Charlian setting. And uh, it looks like, when they talked about it, some of the maps are going to have environmental <laughs> dangers. <Yeah. laughs> that one's like blowing, like like it's on fire. One of the paths is on fire. Well, yeah, it's like Bomberman. Yeah. And then everybody in the yeah. chat was like, Yoshida worked Yoshida on Bomberman. Worked on he even Bomber called Man. it out. He's like, yeah. did it call back to my resume with Bomberman? <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's neat. That's maybe one of those ways you push somebody or you pull them into the mm-hmm. fire to kill them. Well, the other one's like a volcano, so I'm wondering if you're going to have like lava flows at some point in the, you know, or steam or vents or yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, they're going to have seasonal rewards awarded on place or tier, and it's going to include titles, achievements, and other accolades. Series periods will be added. The name is tentative. Players may earn series rewards by participating in any PvP content during each series. I like that idea that I can do whatever PvP content and earn towards my series score. And Crystal Conflict itself will have its own season with tiers and ranks, but the general PvP mode will be conducted in a series. Yoshida says they haven't set a clear delineation yet, and they might modify this. So a series would last between major patches like 6.1 to 6.2. However, a season would not be dependent on the patch cadence. In general, they'll be shorter. So we're going to have short, this is again, short series, short matches, short, you know, get, get in, get out, get your rewards, have fun. Players can earn rewards by accumulating series EXP and raising their series level. So there's going to be a leveling component. So that's, you know, I love progression. As you participate, your series experience increases where tokens are awarded for leveling up. Gear, mounts, other items are going to be awarded by hitting a level. And when a series begins, your series level will be reset to level one and the lineup will, the reward lineup will change. This next screenshot. I was kind of excited by it because I play other games that have like a little like battle looks like a battle pass to me, right? I do these oh. things, I hit my subway card stamp number five and I get a reward. Yeah. It's good stuff. I, I'm I don't play a lot of other games that do this, but Cinna does. She plays mm-hmm. a lot of Overwatch. And, you know, she's always talking about, I got to get X number of matches to unlock the skin during this event or whatever. And so, you know, I had to ask, is this the same sort of thing? And it looks to me to be, if not identical, very similar to it. You win, like on this one, you win five matches, you get a something. You win five more matches, you get a something. And that arrow progresses till you know, you've gotten all the rewards for that series or whatever else. You get extra coins, whatever. But it gives you a, a sense of progression, like you said, Yelts. Well, that on top well, of the levels, you know, you know, you're getting something. Well, and I don't even think they're talking wins. It's EXP. That's what I was thinking. Right, right, Kriri. Yeah. So you ready? Well, to- I was thinking of like, like we play another game. We play Dead by Daylight, and the thing about that is, you can still be accumulating rewards and XP in that game, even when you're losing. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. So you can still unlock. All sorts of content, even if you can't um, win. And so in this example where he's at level 5, he's unlocked tier 5 reward. When he hits level 6, he'll get this 
the tokens, special tokens indicated by a diamond. And then when he gets to level 10, they will, uh, they will also get gear amount or whatever item on that, on that star piece. And then I'm assuming that like what, once it'll flip over to levels 11 through 20 after that. I would think so. Yeah, there, there's. It looks like there'd be more progression. The arrow seems to carry on, so I would think so. Now, in a in a system like this, throughout the series, does it cap out somewhere? Like, if it gets to level one hundred, like in in your experience, would getting to level one hundred get? Hey, it's the top thing. If you get any higher than that, you know, you're not really getting anything else. Oh, there's definitely going to be a cap. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, once you've gotten to this part, you're done for this series you know and then i would assume that they'll reset the series often enough that you feel like you could keep doing this you know continuously and you know still progress so Mm -hmm. i wouldn't think they'd make it too easy for you to get to the end of the series i I feel like as long as like someone who plays a couple times a week and does whatever pvp a couple times a week and get like the basic rewards or whatever and then like people who play more can get the extra rewards or something. Yeah. All right. It says also that you will collect tokens that will carry over to a new series and previous rewards you might miss will be available by exchanging these tokens so that you, that takes the FOMA out, right? Yeah. That's, Vi was super excited about this. This opens up entire, if I, even though I miss something, I can come back and, and grind them out later kind of thing. Yeah, I've never seen the word FOMO used so much as when this was Yes, shown. yes. It was everywhere. And uh, series experience and levels are not limited to Crystal Conflict. They're going to be in all the modes. Uh, they've had players in mind who wanted to spend time in PvP, like raiding, without worrying they'll miss out on series rewards forever. So they can do PvP and earn tokens the next time they come around as rewards. Oh, and regarding the criticism, do we even need a PvP? You know what? They've decided they want to do PvP, and Yoshida wants to grow and expand it. I I know a lot of people are like, that. they wanted some of that esports, you know, popularity. I don't know if this game will ever get that, but I don't know. As long as the PvP PvP is fun, it's part of the, you know, uh, what do they call these games where you ride the roller coaster? Uh... Amusement park. Amusement park, yeah. An amusement park type game. You know, a PvP component is, then yeah, PvP should be, you know, offered. Well, Yoshida wanted esports at one time too. You know, they, they really, they really tried. I think it's just good for the game overall. It's, it's, it's something that will attract a certain player base. There's enough people that care about it that it will be an attraction to some. Mm -hmm. Like they'll say, okay, there's PvP in this game. I don't think the hardcore of the hardcore care about it. And until they fix some of that win trading bullshit or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, there's still going to be some issues. Hopefully that somehow comes out of, like, they get rid of that through through all of these system changes. But I you really... Gotta, you got to do something with PvP or else you're not going to have a, uh, a well-rounded game. Your thought? I, You know, you talk about that win trading, but some of the win trading uh, fixes against win trading kind of fucked why our free company doesn't do PvP anymore. So I'm kind of hoping that even like a custom match, you know, I can invite more than two friends to come do something with me. Will I be able to speak in this uh, PvP? Can, or you have or to limited macros? to a bunch of emotes or macros. Yeah. Oh, yes. 
Uh, they did mention the Garo collaboration, and they know people want it to come back. It's a work in progress. You know, this is dealing with a non-Square Enix company. Uh, licensing. You know, they can, yeah, they can bring back the you know Final Fantasy 15 event. They can keep bringing back the Final Fantasy 11 event. They can keep coming back with you know all those events, the 13 event. But Garo is a little different. That and they. I'm torn because they also said it was going to be limited time, but at the same time, I also didn't get everything I wanted. So if I came back, I might not be that mad. Uh, all right. The calling card system. That's the tentative name. It's this. Okay. So this is like in other games where you can make a little profile for yourself. That's really your public profile. And so they're, they're going to do a customization of profiles it's going to be displayed before a match begins. It's going to be maybe used outside of PBFP as well. And uh, as addition, in addition to the profile, it displays in the player search window. So you're going to have back backgrounds and profile customization options. And those are going to be rewards you can get throughout the game. Some is PVP seasonal and series rewards. Gotta catch I, you know, I keep thinking like the Animal Crossing. I, I can make my my card. I know what that means. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Yeah, more stuff to collect. <laughs> That's right. Do love unlocking stuff. Uh, there's going to be another live letter before six point one on how to customize and decorate the calling card by clearing various content. And the feast itself is going to be unavailable as of patch 6.1. Preseason play will still be available from 6.0 to 6.1. And wolf collars are still going to be available and tradable, so there's no need to get rid of them. Uh-huh. The rewards obtainable from the feast will be rolled into the new reward system. Yoshida thanks feast players. Oh, Yoshida thanks feast players for their support and hopes they will support the new mode. So, I don't know. I'm I'm. As someone who doesn't even PvP, I'm excited by the the both the uh, the Crystal Conflict mode and the kind of restructuring of rewards. Oh yeah, all of it's great. All of it is is good. Good changes to PvP. I do want to add. I've heard I heard some negative sentiment and then some like a change on it. That last thing about the wolf collars and about the old rewards. I'm sort of hearing that it's not the top 100 rewards, so like not the mounts and not the armor. The only thing I can see that you can change wolf collars for is the weapons. So maybe it's just the weapons that will carry over. I don't have any confirmation of any of this stuff. I'd love to hear more about what what they plan on doing, but I don't guess we're going to hear more for a little bit longer. Um, But um, I'm not quite sure. And and I got to say, after the White Ravens debacle – you know, if they put a replica something or another in there, I would rather see that than the actual. Well, and I know people, and her name is Vi. <laughs> Love you, Vi. Uh, she, she really, really, really wants some of those top 100 items for glamour. And honestly, I feel like if they just slap replica on it or make some minor adjustments, I that doesn't bother me. Just, yeah. you know. There's nothing I I never see anyone wearing those items anyway, and honestly, I wouldn't know that I should be jealous of their PvP accomplishments if I saw them anyway. We'll, we'll see. I still feel like there may be something that they're not going to get. Maybe it's the mounts. Maybe it's something. So, well, I, I can see I them know. keeping something out. I can see them keeping something out, but 
I don't know. They, the, the, the theory of this game seems to be release it as something only a few get and then make it easier down the line, right? You know, the first time you see someone on the super sav, the new savage, you know, mount, everybody's like, Oh my God, you got that. And then later, you know, all of us farm it up on free company night, but you've had a year to enjoy it as something exclusive. I don't know. I don't really know how I feel on that. I go back and forth. All right, we've got some crafting and gathering adjustments. I think the biggest one is that Disciple of Land is not going to be gathering high-quality stuff anymore. You're not going to be able to buy high-quality stuff, you know, base mats. Uh, They're going to change the the quests that require high-quality items to accept high-quality or normal-quality uh, the bonuses from delivery is going to be, you know, removed. Actions that affected high qualities when gathering will be adjusted. I think all of this we kind of figured. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. Achievements are going to be adjusted so you can still get them. Uh, new actions are going to be added. And existing actions will be adjusted. <laughs> Which we all assumed. <laughs> uh, recipe proc... Recipe progress and quality values are going to be adjusted, you know, because of the downscaling all the way across. Along with the above, they're going to make adjustments to the difficulty of crafting high-quality items will not increase significantly. So they're balancing it, which is what I also assumed. For mining and botany, new actions will be added and existing actions will be adjusted. The name of perception will be adjusted in some language. Uh, greater perception heightens the chance of triggering gatherer's boon, so that will increase the yield by one. Some people were cr- saying that that's not good enough, and I'm like, but honestly, if you're at a node, I'm hoping this affects things that are like, you can only get one, and now you can get two. Yeah, think, and I hope think it's per like, hit. Yeah, you know, that's... Oh, yeah. The, well, and there, and I'm kind of thinking of like some of those hidden items where you can only get one of whatever. What if... I had enough perception I can get two. So in an hour of farming, instead of getting three, I can get six. I mean, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, Actions that increase the probability of obtaining high-quality items is going to be, they just said that, gatherer's boon. Uh, For fishing, new actions are going to be added and existing ones will be adjusted. Large sized fish will now appear in place of high quality fish, and the descriptions will be adjusted. Perception will affect fish collectability. Spearfishing is now a mini game. I loved this simple little video. So, upon teaming waters, players are going to now directly utilize their harpoon to catch fish for greater immersion. Bonuses are awarded for successive catches and more. Did you guys watch this video? Absolutely, I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, it's, it's simple, it's basic, but gamifying, yeah, a gathering class is fun to me. I, I liked this. I, I'm baffled by it, and in a good way, but I'm just baffled as a legacy player why Yoshida has put minigames back into gathering. Mm-hmm. He came from that in 1.0. Yeah. Those two minigames in the Gold Saucer are from Mining and Gathering as 1.0 was 1.0, it. 1.0, yep. So to add 
mini games. I'm scratching. My, I love the mini game. It's great. I realize that gathering, especially offhand gathering, you know, there's, there's a much of a difference, is boring and maybe spear fishing in itself because it was just you hit it. I mean, did you even pick? I don't remember in spear fishing. You, you in pick? spear fishing, you had to choose which head you would use in your spear, small, medium, or large. Right, and that, that was yeah. it. And okay. then you so, push button get bacon. So it's a little different than the other ones, and it's just like. I don't know. I'm scratching my head. I'm happy to have a mini game back or whatever, but like, is this going to go back into the, the gold saucer like you did with the other two? Why are the other two in there? Bring those back and make those the offhand of the <laughs> of the gather. I don't know. It's just weird to me overall, but I'm happy to have it. I, I love mini games. It's cute and simple and looks like I could do it and actually catch some fish and I have no reaction time whatsoever. So that looks great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Uh, they're also going to adjust leave rewards. Uh-oh. The amount of gill rewarded per leave quest will be adjusted in light of gill inflation. Uh-oh. The, yeah, the XP and gill rewarded by trades, craft, and fishing leaves requiring a large number of items is currently too high and will be reduced. Is that coffee biscuits, guys? I, I think that or the next one. I, it's, <laughs> this is all coffee biscuit related. The EXP and gill rewarded by certain other leaves will be increased to balance with the adjusted ones and the overall downscaling operation. This looks like they're just balancing them out because, like, you would sometimes pick and choose which leave to do based on one being vastly superior to the other. System adjustments, the required and earned EXP downscaling, all classes and jobs and trust NPCs will be affected. The time, number of duty clears, etc. required to level up will remain unchanged. So they're keeping it balanced. There will be a mid-level EXP reset as of 6.0. The team wanted to bump you up to the next level, but the database must be overwritten to implement the blah, blah, blah. So this technical stuff. So any EXP you have into a level of one of your classes or jobs is going to be reset to zero. So if you're close to leveling up, you might just want to go finish leveling that just up. Do it, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So this uh, all makes sense. People had a conniption, and I don't know why, but this all makes sense. They're recording your level, right? So the data on their server records what level you are. To get all the data, I think they explained it. It was something like. Yeah, they say it in here. The three weeks of servers being offline, if they were going to save your experience points. The conversion would have been bad. (laughs) Yeah, it would have been terrible. So all they got to do is just say, hey, you were level 59, you were level 72, you were whatever, and you start from there. So yes, take the advice, finish the level, go through your stuff, get over the hump, uh, or else you're going to lose that. You lose what? One hour, because if you run... uh, MSQ One of the roulettes. roulettes. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You'll get all yep. that back. Yeah, don't, don't, don't cry. It's, it's, leveling is pretty fast in this game. So if you're close, just, just, just go into the next level. All right. Let's see. Uh, Yoshida also says, don't feel pressured to max out all the levels of your jobs. Just get the jobs that you're close to the next level to the next level. So good. Uh, new elegant tomes. We're going to get aphorism and astronomy. Right. So Two they get a bunch. Uh-huh. Smart. We're never going to remember Gotta that. Gotta make it easy for you. Yeah. Just, uh-huh. you know. Uh, the gear sets are cute. We had yeah, the uh, classic Yoshi P holding up a printout. I, the one that I assume is Dragoon, I don't understand. Or it might be Reaper. I don't know what that whirling windmill blade is all about. It's a little weird. 
it's but most of them react. look okay. Yeah, I we want got that Paladin set so bad. I know. It's so good. It's I so good. Uh, the Rydia really thing, is. everybody was mm-hmm. going gaga over it. And then I, I like the Spoonie Bard. I think the, uh, the Edward set looks pretty cool, too. Looks nice. Uh, the team is trying to figure out how to expand glamour plates. That's one of the things we've asked about over and over again. And by 6.1, they hope to have a plan to start addressing inventory capacity. Uh, they are... I like this next one a lot, honestly. The number of tombstones needed for weapon exchange will be reduced from 1,000 to 500. The team looked at the balance of raid loot drops and removal of belts and and how it would restrict players' options to continue to collect 1,000 in exchange for a weapon. Yeah. Honestly, you buy the tombstone weapon for your... what you consider your main, but then it... You're not going to buy more tombstone weapons... Unless you have an alt you're seriously interested in that you don't have a primal weapon for or right. a, a trial weapon for, so I, I I just it should be not that hard to upgrade your main hand weapon, and I, this supports that. Uh, the team's gonna add some new hairstyles for Viera and Rothgar. Yoshida knows it's been a long time, and they're very but the races are really unique and blah blah blah. I feel like they painted themselves into a corner on that one. They really did. Female Viera will have more hairstyles at 6.0. Male Rothgar will get more in 6.1. Viera males were constructed differently than females, so there's less limitations on hairstyles. Hey, kind of weird. They should have done that to begin with. Mm-hmm. The others. We're going to get purple crafter scripts which and gatherer scripts, which is normal. That's just kind of like getting a new tombstone. The Yelp is uh, because they're purple. It's purple, so that they love me. That means they love me. <laughs> Yoshi P loves me. Uh, they're changing the achievement UI uh, with the near completion and recommended tab and a whole overall visual redesign. It's supposed to look like a journal, as if the Warrior of Light is using a journal. It looks nice. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Whatever. It's whatever to me. I, I was mm-hmm. expected when he was talking, I think last episode he was hinting or something. He had hinted to one of the interviewers, this great new achievement change. And I was hoping for a little more than this. I was hoping for some time yeah. stamps. I was hoping for something a little better. Maybe it's the start of something else. To me, it just got a skin change. I, I really That's exactly it. right. Yeah. yeah. I, I welcome the change and I'm glad the UI team gave it to us. But I don't know. Unless it gives me increased usability. That's, if, if it makes it easier to use, I'm way, I'll be more excited for it. But honestly, right now, near completion and recommended are things I can already sort by, I think. I don't remember. Anyway, group pose can now be activated while playing our instrument. All right. The company action back on your feet will be replaced with an action that extends sprint duration within cities. Which at first I wasn't sure about, but I'm like, you know what? Honestly, if you're, you come back for a pet, not, not the expansion release, right? But, you know, every time they have a point patch where we've basically already leveled everything up, we usually turn on the one that makes teleports cheaper. This might be the other one we make cheaper, right? So you can sprint and quest and teleport faster and cheaper. Back on your feet was the one that basically made your weakness after being raised. Less, yeah. which wasn't... I never used it. No, we never used that. Yeah. 
They're adding gotcha, is what I heard. Items containing a random minion or mount will be added to the Grand Company seal exchange. Right. But I, somewhere else I saw that this thing will give you like any item and you might get a mount or minion. I don't know. I don't know enough about it huh. yet. You'll probably get a firework. I'll probably get a firework. I don't know. I don't mind having a random minion or mount show up. So, and I'm always drowning in Grand Company seals. Yes. We are getting support for Embody's Immerse Spatial Audio. There, This is Windows only. But it's an original sound add-on produced by Embody that brings 360-degree personalization spatial audio for Final Fantasy XIV. That's kind of neat. I went to the website, but I was pretty drunk, so I have no idea if I signed up or not. Yeah, they had Soak and Talk <laughs> for a long time on this. I think I spaced out or something mm. here. You pay a one-time fee. They, they measure your ear or something. They get some scan or something, and then they they make this stuff for you. So if this is the same thing, I'm pretty sure it is. But, uh, yeah, it sounds pretty neat. Do your research on it before you jump into it. But uh, I think it was a one-time thing. I don't think it was a subscription. Yeah, if it's not a sub, I'll probably try it. If it's a sub, I don't care. My ears aren't good enough to tell the difference most of the time anyway. All right, we have a housing update. We are know we're getting the Imperium. It's going to be in Ishgard. It's based on the firmament. It's going to be 24 wards and 24 subdivisions. Uh, in patch 6.0 with, with the expansion, you can tour the area, but you won't be able to buy anything until 6.1. They've been working on a new land purchase system. Relocation for land that's not ready for purchase will no longer be available. Ooh. So that used to be what we would always tell people. Just buy a small now, and then as soon as a medium or large shows up, you can just move to it immediately. They're taking that away. Uh, they're also taking away land devaluation. So houses used to go up as a certain price, and then every X number of hours it would reduce in price. But they're not doing that anymore. And they're also, it will no longer be possible to grant brand new free company members authorization to purchase land or the rank of FC master. Hey, oh. I think, I think that people were inviting people or alts or bots or something into the free company when a house was available. They'd invite them in and set them on their script to try to buy the house. But that's, I think this is a, 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 I try to combat that. Yeah, but just think also in the situation that somebody somebody hacks your account, tries to add somebody mm-hmm. new and make them FC master to take something over. It would stop yeah. that as well. So this seems like it. Yeah. Takes to it. Yeah. Uh, they are adding a lottery system. We knew that they're adding one, but uh, the team, the development and operation teams can des- designate a plot as first come first served. Or through the lottery system. Most of the plots are going to have lottery system, but they're going to monitor the need for a first-come, first-serve plots. I I don't really understand yeah. why you wouldn't just do lottery for everywhere, unless for unless it was like a, unless it's like a small server where there's lots of housing. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I've I've heard the sentiment exactly like yours. They need to just make them all random because you're still making people act like don't monsters <laughs> trying to clamor yeah. for one house. You know, like. Uh. I've, uh, yeah, I've 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 helped buy free company houses for multiple free companies on alts, and it's oh, just yeah. I, I've stayed up. I played all the night. realtor job once when mm-hmm. it was uh, available before they removed the realtor <laughs> from the game. So, 
And they mention to enter the lottery for a private lot plot. Your character must have at least one class or job at 50 or above. You must hold the grand company rank of second lieutenant. Of, I think you already had to have second lieutenant. So I don't really understand this one. Uh, another character on the same surface count must not own a plot in the same world, though you can enter the lottery for the purpose of relocating to a new plot. I, they had added at one time something where people from the same account couldn't have the same, or couldn't have two plots on the same world, but I also heard they turned it off. Is this them turning it back on? Hmm. Maybe so. I don't know. Uh, to enter the lottery for a free company plot, the character must be a member of the free company with authorization to purchase, and the free company must have at least four members and be ranked six or above. So this gets around the whole thing where people would create a free company, they'd pay people to create it, and those people would leave, and then they would go buy a house personally as a free company, Yep, I think. Uh, another character on the same surface account must not own as a buyer a free company plot on the world. Oh, oh relocate. Okay, okay. Uh, the lottery schedule will be shared across all worlds and housing areas for a period of several days. Players can view a plot's placard and enter the lottery receiving an entry number. After the lottery is closed, the numbers are decided. The winners may cl- must claim possession of the land. The period can be last several days. If it's not claimed, a new lottery will commence. I feel like they showed something and it seemed like it was like four days or something. It wasn't yeah, very it, long. Yeah. Well, I feel like it should be like a week, right? So if I, if, I, if I won and I can't log on for three days, I don't want to be fucked. True. Yeah, that sounds a little These are drastic. also the same people that are clicking for 72 hours on a... I don't think they're yeah. going to miss three days. <laughs> Uh, each player can only enter the lottery for one plot for every period. You can also view the number of people who are trying for that plot. Uh, you have to play... You Okay, here's the one that's interesting to me. You have to pay the full price on the plot upon entering. And you'll get refunded if you don't win it. So that's... Honestly, I'm not against that. I'm not either. It makes sense. Uh, the winning entering once can confirm blah 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 you can get possession of your land or you can forfeit and if you forfeit you only get half your money back so if you're you know fucking around you just lost two million gil at least uh the back-end logs that are recording the system will be monitored for players attending to interfere with others blah 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 if you didn't win you're gonna get a full refund 90 days is generous. 90 days is generous. That's three whole months. If you if you tried to buy a house and then didn't log in for three months, I'm not sure what to tell you. That's twice the time before they'll repo your house. They yeah. repo two houses from you in that amount of time. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they can't save that data forever. But at the same time, one again, I think if it's anything like if there's like a tsunami somewhere or, well, you know, true. Yeah. you sure. know. California drifts off into the sea, they can probably pause it. And they're going to do another walkthrough of the whole process before these houses are available. And the team is still looking into investing to expand housing servers for more wards and plots. And a housing exterior that can be used like an outdoor restaurant or cafe will be available for small, medium, or large. It's cute. They held up pictures of it. 
I love it. We've been decorating our free company. That was one other, <laughs> other thing. We've yeah. been decorating the, our personal house. I'm sorry. I know we've done the free company house differently. We've been decorating our personal house, Senna and I. We've been having a blast. I'm trying to go with like a potion shop or a magic shop kind of theme yeah. on the first floor and all that. It's, it's been fun playing with that stuff again. So I'm excited. That's awesome. I'm kind of hoping to get a medium or a large now that they've made it so um, I can share the house with someone else who can interact and, and, and decorate it. Cause like, I don't care if I own the house or Kariri does, that doesn't matter. I just would like Kariri to be able to decorate and me to be able to, uh, enjoy it. Oh, for sure. That sounds like fun to me. All right. Ocean data center. We're going to have a new day data center called materia and the worlds are going to be con- treated as new world with free transfers and other bonuses. And in announcements, the Endwalker patch note reading is going to be on December 12th. Second. Super fucking early in the morning. I'm sorry, December 2nd. I might be seeing double at this point. <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a headache all day. And now I've had a drink. All right, the auto is going to be in Japanese only, so... Oh, and there may be a special guest appearance, so that's cool. Uh, the team is currently working on patch 6.1 and constructing a new adventure. Apparently, a certain gentleman will be reappearing in patch 6.1. I am so... As much as I didn't like the... Was it Heavensward? Hildebrand quest? I, it's such a nice break from... I want I want the Final Fantasy fourteen storyline to be serious, right? And to be yeah. interesting and to be whatever. But Hildebrand gave you something lighthearted to do in between them. And it also For gave sure. us some cool fights. And it gave us some cool characters. And, uh, you know, it's not always been a hit. Sometimes they've missed. But it's... I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it again. Yeah, they've done a good job was, of incorporating other Final Fantasy lore into it between... Gilgamesh and Yojimbo and other stuff. So that's mm-hmm. it's been a nice little pathway of bringing humor and other Final Fantasy characters, some side characters in. I have felt there has been a hole in in my life on the past two expansions. Now have where... you seen Kariri Hildebrand in Five Point X? Because he does appear one time. I have seen X story. him. Did, did you did you find did him? He? He, he, I know there were references to him when I had to go to the Gold Saucer. I think um, there's a dungeon to... where you see his ghostly form in a certain spot, but I never saw oh, him. Oh, I completely missed it then. I never saw him, though. It's random. It's the 5.3 dungeon where, they're, where they're, they're summoning all the heroes from different worlds and you're fighting like the Berserker and the, what was it, the Necromancer I did that boss. literally tonight. Yeah. Go in the last run before you get to the last boss. If you look on the right hand side, there's some. There's one ghost that's looking around, going, "Where am I?" Take take a look. But he's oh not gosh, always there. I've never seen him. But yeah, go go look for him. All right, and then they uh, they advertised their single again. They advertised a comic book. They advertised a spinoff manga series. They, lots of, lots of, lots of spin-offy things. I think mostly, probably mostly for a Japanese audience, I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, that was basically the live letter. I won't lie. About the time they were talking about crafting and gathering stuff, I started zoning out. 
I fell asleep at one point on this. It was very long. It didn't help that Yoshida apologized for 30 minutes at the beginning. It, I, it, I, oh, I yeah. didn't even try it. I just said nope and read all the stuff the next day and watched the you know synopsis from people. I do appreciate that they understand that this affects our real lives, honestly. <laughs> but that... that Part part of me, you know, ten minutes into the apologies, I'm like, you told us what's happening, you told us why. Now tell us why we should be excited when it does come. Well, and even apology aside, I mean, yeah, the pol- apology was lengthy and the length of it was unnecessary. But the live letters themselves are so incredibly much longer than they used they, to be. Oh, they're yes. unnecessarily long. They really they're, are. They, they like drag shit out. Bad. I'm, there was, I'm, what, at least three breaks in this one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, frankly, they could cut these in half just with, I mean, there's so much wasted time. There's so much downtime. There's so much. They, you know, like, even the stuff that Yelta was reading through earlier, like the script stuff, the or not script stuff, but like a lot of the Disciples of the Hand stuff and land stuff, um, we're changing these and new abilities will be added. They had already told us that both in writing and in the previous live letter. Like so much of it was repetitive. So much of it was not actual information. Mm-hmm. It was... Um, here's something to sound like we're giving you information, but there's nothing new to tell you here. I don't need that shit. Just leave it. No, it, it bothers me really bad, especially when we log in at, I don't know what it was, a nine o'clock at night. I don't remember. Yeah, it was nine. And the, and the thing, you know, one of them went like six hours or some shit. I'm like, the, the one before this was that. Yeah, and the that, one that's before that really was it. five or six also. Do yeah, you really need two six-hour live letters back-to-back, you know, two weeks or three weeks apart from each other? It just – for I mean, unless you're telling us the entire Endwalker uh, storyline, I don't I don't know that I need that much time. So we'll see. You know, this is I, – I, I hope it's not like you're over-promising and under-delivering. There's so much information, but it's all just fluff at the end of it. You know, we had even talked privately when Yoshida was doing his apology tour at the beginning of this one. It was like, ah, oh, I miss the old Yoshida where he was apologizing all the time. Everybody has gone so so much into, oh, Yoshida's the god of the universe. And, you know, I've, I've kind of subscribed to that to some degree. But then I also remember the old days when Yoshida had apologized a lot, a lot of the time for a lot of the bad stuff and bad decisions and things that were – he's cleaning up messes for or whatever. So I'm, I'm not going to paint him in some holy well, here's light the thing. all the time. It's about respecting my time. I feel like yeah. they've designed the entire game are about respecting people's time, maybe even too much. But then the live letters are the fucking Wild West. Exactly. That pretty much sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, they did update the Endwalker special site. There's trailer and NPC updates. And I can't even be it's all, asked. It's about all this. the stuff that we just read, it's really. It's just everything yeah, about, what we just so. covered. Yeah. Yep. All right. We're going to move on. We're at two hours. So we're going to move on to reminders. So uh, you're going to be charged soon if you pre-ordered Endwalker. Uh, Ruby just got his email. I right, think yeah. So, so on the yeah. 15th is what they said they would do the chart. Now, of course, you always have the option if you can, you can pay now. I, I mean, I did the, I did the pay now, it. so. Yeah, yeah. So I just said whatever, and then, uh, but I got that email, so if you, 
you still have time to modify. I'm always scared to modify any shit once I've already placed it, but, you know, I still had to modify this order, but... In fact, I checked this last week because I didn't see this email, and I checked this mm-hmm. last week or whatever, and I, I saw this email, so... Yeah, put that on your radar. All right, what's on tap? We do have a Lyrical Journey Stormblood and a Lyrical Journey... My... I just highlighted it. Anyway, uh, this is, thank you. So they, they basically are giving us videos and lyrics of these songs. So we've got Shadowbringers and Stormblood lyrics and videos. They're yeah. awesome. But in my opinion, this is over. I'm, I am on to Endwalkers. <laughs> yeah. Somebody in the notes was like Endwalkers lyrics, question mark, question mark. So yeah. <laughs> Y'all are with me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm with you because I'm like, I want to know what these fucking lyrics are. I honestly, I was telling you guys earlier, and I don't think, I don't think this is why my audio is messed up. <laughs> but I was goofing with the with the um, with my audacity because, listen, gang, I like lyrics. I like I like Sokin's music. I like Final Fantasy music. I have listened to that opening trailer, trying to figure out what the lyrics are for quite some time. Uh, I, I, I just, I love the Endwalker trailer. I've been playing it a lot. I play mm-hmm. the Shadowbringers trailer. This is my hype train, y'all. I play the Shadowbringers trailer and I play the Endwalker trailer back to back and I listen through it. And, and I love it. I had watched Rich, uh, Rich Campbell. Um, he was doing the, the Shadowbringers trailer when he first unlocked Shadowbringers this is a few weeks ago. And he had to replay it. He had some wacky theories about, Stuff. Whenever they called Ishtola Matoya, he's like, Matoya just leapt into <laughs> Ishtola's body. I can't believe anybody can go into any scion they want. And the whole chat's like, what? Where are you getting that shit from? But it's just fun to see the hype. So now when I watch Shadowbringers and I know the journey we've been through and it shows all those job changes we've done. And then we go right into Endwalker. It, to me, it's fulfilling the 1.0 to 6.0 arc, and it gets my hype built so much. Yeah. But I just want to know what the fucking words are. I'm ready for these Endwalkers. When you say that about 1.0 to 6.0, all I can think of is Yurion J used to be that creepy dude in the cave handing out flyers. Yeah. Right. He was. <laughs> He was. Now he's a hunk. Now he's dad. Oh, when they he's... show him on the screen, people go, daddy. Daddy. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine we us calling Urianje Daddy in 1.0? We're like, mm-hmm. get away from me, stalker. <laughs> All right, it's time for happy hour. Let's move into some live letter Twitter. And uh, Okay, so we asked uh, what people thought about the live letter on Twitter. And uh, honestly, I think the fan base was crushed. I think I think that this was Terlock McGrude said, my soul is crushed. So was that about the delay, I assume? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and then <laughs> Agarak Tracks 0241 said, I can second that. I'm very disappointed since I can't just change my plan free week again. They should have delayed this earlier, which we said earlier. If they, if they had known earlier, I wish they would have said earlier so we could have uh, reacted earlier. They didn't know earlier because Yoshida pushed the envelope. Yeah. We had an email from Seldom Hazel. Hello, gang. I'm a new player who just finished MSQ and now feel the freedom to listen to Final Fantasy XIV content without fear of spoilers. So I just found this lovely podcast. I'm crying. Uh, 
to be called lovely. Uh, great for Praetorium runs and Moogle tomes. I have to thank you for my Sabatander mount. Just wanted to offer a pro tip to any first-time listeners. Listening in reverse order is fantastic. Every reference to a past episode is great foreshadowing. I have yet to hear an episode without Kariri in it, but was stoked when she finally returned. Any tips on finding a good free company? Well, you could just transfer to Excalibur and join us. But (laughs) joined two, but no one talks or does anything really. But there were several days I could teleport cheaper. Kind of want more. Keep up the good work. Love it. Love is lit. Seldom. Uh, Sometimes you have to try many times to find a good free company. It can take a long ass time to find your people. Honestly, even if you join Nofaka's bosom, we only talk, honestly, I feel like we talk for a few minutes or a couple hours at our peak time. Yeah, and it's like 8 p.m. CST to like midnight CST, and then like outside of that, you're in different parts. It kind of depends on the Everyone time. Everyone just so. waves at each other, hello and goodbye, and that's about yeah. it outside of those times. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, sometimes it'd be that way. But like now sometimes we do get it's together not. and run things and you mm-hmm. know do if things. Anyone asks anything? Yeah, you know. So so we do do things together. But yeah, the the free company chat itself is not the most active place. You have to be proactive. Either. I feel like we have. I feel like for the most part we have kind of invited and absorbed a lot of like. I don't know what the name for it is. We're not antisocial, but we're not in your face social. So if you want something, you have to ask. If you, and, and every once in a while we have this thing, especially in the Discord, where people are like, well, I wish we ran more events. And then I'm like, what events do you want? And I hear crickets. You know what I mean? You know, it's like all, you know, if, if you have to say hi. You have to say, how is everybody doing tonight? Does anybody want to? You know, and, and we have a couple people who are really, pretty good i honestly with this game i forget i'm not gonna lie but you know i'm gonna do raid roulette i'm gonna do level 70 roulette i'm gonna do whatever roulette you know you have to you know put it out there you have to wait a little bit and you know maybe you get bites and maybe you don't and you can't be hurt by it if you need something more exciting than that you probably have to keep hunting and i've been i have many alts and I have been invited instantly upon logging in to some, it's obviously a macro. You know, they've got almost max characters all the time in the free company, but then no one talks or does anything. And you have to, you have to, you have to decide what you want out of your free company and then you can learn to seek it. So I'm, I feel like, I feel like you might know what you want out of the free company, but it might be harder to find it. And I don't really know how to tell you how to find it. You could probably put something on a party finder, maybe, on, under other, or... I see things in the official forums now and again. Yeah, um, yep. There's the Facebooks. I see that kind of stuff. A, yeah. And I, and I guess if you put, your, put yourself out there on some other social platform, you may get closer to what you're looking for because you're finding people who are talking about it outside of just yeah. in-game. So it sounds to me like you're looking for people who want to talk seldom. So uh, I would suggest talking when you join a free company, talk, do that a few times. If they don't talk back, you leave and you go to another one and 
talk again until you find other people who are talking. It seems like you want people to actually enjoy certain certain things with and just bullshit about whatever you want during the off time. I would just bullshit, and if people aren't taking the bait, you know, whatever, I'd drop the LS or the free company and move on. I say LS. We do use our LS as well. You should also join multiple LSs or cross world. world, I really wish they would fix all that shit. Get rid of LSs, make them all cross world link shells, or maybe they're waiting for all this data center stuff to go back and fix all those things. But use the link shells too. I think there's some some validity in there. I'm going to throw one other thing out here. If you absolutely cannot find what you're looking for and you have a couple of good friends who would be who don't know what they're looking for either, make your own. That's what we did. Yeah. We made our mm-hmm. own free company and we've enjoyed every minute of it. Otherwise, you know, it's probably not the best. You know, there's always people shouting. I literally logged in tonight and someone was shouting about new players put together their own, you know, link or own free company and, you know, come join us and run content together. The shouting is not always the best option, but if you just want someone to talk to about new stuff, you know, or to, you know, get some people who might be like-minded, you could join one of those for a couple of days and just see if there's anyone you hit it off with, you know? There's there's a lot of different options there, but I'm going to go back to Yeltis too. You know, you can always head over to Excalibur and join Novikus <laughs> with us. We, we take you in. We we, t- we we talk. We respond when talked to. We're not always the first talker. Uh, I want to say two things. Don't get discouraged, right? Just there are – there is probably – many groups that will fit your thing, but there's not a, there is a tool. What's that tool? There is a website. I put Noficusbosom up there a few times. There is a Final Fantasy fourteen site that helps you filter and search through and find keywords to find free companies, link shells, that kind of thing. Uh, maybe when Ruby edits this, we'll, we'll put a link in it. But, um, and the other thing is, I already forgot the other thing because I'm, I don't remember, but don't get discouraged, you know, and, and maybe just hang out. Oh, if you're in the novice network, that's what I was going to say. If you're in the novice network still, uh, you should pretty much try as hard as you can to find link shells, free companies, that kind of thing before you get kicked out by being so far in the storyline or whatever. Cause I, I feel like the novice network does some, Sometimes it's awful, but I can see where it gives you a great feeling of community. But I feel like by the time you get through, I don't remember, Stormblood, you should have found a couple of communities or a couple of people to invite you. You know, look in-game, look out-of-game, you make your own if you find some uh, people you want to make it, make it with. But uh, I don't know. Good luck. The it, the search is worth it if you can find the right people. All right. And on uh, com, we did have a response to one of our latest episodes. Vetar says, I don't want to do dungeons with trusts. Good for you, then don't. How conceited can you be that you cannot accept others might not want you to play that way, your way? I don't think I ever told anyone not to do stuff with trusts. I just said what my preference was. Yeah, um, I'm going to be a bitch here for a second. And yeah, um, first, don't call people conceited if you don't know the difference between the word concede and conceit. Because they're two separate (laughs) words. 
don't think that's what you meant to say. I Googled um, it. I'm like, what is the definition yeah. of conceited? Second of all, exactly what Yelta said, none of us told you how to play your game. We expre- expressed our preference to what they have done with the game. That doesn't stop you from doing anything whatsoever. Period. And I never said don't don't work on trusts. I never said don't. I, I never said devs trusters killing the game. That kind of thing. I I just have my preference. I yeah, never said I don't like them. They're not my cup of tea. I I I understand why they're in the game. I understand why they felt it necessary to put them there to make content easier for people who are solo. I I get it. I absolutely do. Or if there aren't enough people on. I understand it. I don't have to like it. That doesn't stop you from doing it, and it doesn't make us conceited or conceited to want to do that. That's not what that means. Well, I also have used them extensively when leveling up classes that I'm not comfortable with or roles I'm not comfortable with or something I'm rusty on. I... I did a lot of my tank leveling with trusts. Well, we talked about that at length. I mean, we talked about the fact that it would be really great if they had this in the game as a teaching tool earlier. Oh, in the yeah. Game, you know? An episode or two after... ago, we were like, they should put that in the level 15 dungeons. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's not that we don't see a place for it in the game. Well, I don't want to speak for you guys, but yeah, it's not that I don't see a place for it in the game and I don't think it has its uses. It absolutely does. It's not my cup of tea. I don't like it. I don't want to do dungeons with trusts. That says nothing about you as a player, period. Yeah, it's kind of a interesting comment on the website but but i do thank you for uh going to the website and and putting a message in there because it's interesting to me what people take back from what i say um that i never said don't do no one else should do dungeons with trust i just said that's not my preference Uh, i'm just glad vitar's still uh listening thanks for uh, bringing the viewer count up listen (laughs) appreciate it (laughs) And I might be conceited, but maybe for other reasons. The only thing we'll concede is this is probably the end of the episode. Oh my yes, god, please. I'm so tired. <laughs> Kariri usually goes to bed two hours ago. So, yeah. alright, let's move into, unless someone else has last comments, let's move into closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button and or ordering some Manscaped product using our item code, right? Right? Right. Heck yeah. Balls, balls, balls. balls all the way. Balls, balls. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv.com. Oh, sorry. gtffxiv.com. Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. And please give us a rating wherever you listen to us. Uh, personal plugs, uh, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at RubiconVale. R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And Kariri? I am also on Twitter at KariSumasu, K-H-A-R-I-I-S-U-M-A-S-U. And you can find me on Twitter at YeltaSumasu. Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.
Bye. Bye. Bye.